Welcome to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Lance. And we believe that the Bible is the greatest book in the whole world. It's filled with amazing stories about interesting people all working together to tell a bigger story, the greatest story, about the most important person who ever lived, Jesus. And understanding more about the people and stories in the Bible helps us to know more about Jesus and what it means to be his followers today. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the most extraordinary thing God created. Oh, I know what that is. You do? Oh, well, I, well, I know what I think is extraordinary, but I mean, I mean, you kids listening, what when he said the most extraordinary thing God ever created, what was the first thing that popped into your head? Maybe it was something you saw on a vacation. Um, maybe it's something that you made and you think, well, God, God help me make this. Right. It's the most extraordinary thing ever. I think about maybe maybe something like a Christmas list or oh, something. Oh, there's extraordinary things on Christmas lists. I mean, when I was a kid, there was this toy gun I wanted on my Christmas list. And to me, it was at that moment, the most extraordinary thing ever created. Right. Well, the things that came to mind might be extraordinary, but I don't think that's what we're talking about today. We're going to look to the Bible to see what God says is the most extraordinary thing that he made. And so, get your Bible out, open to Genesis chapter 1. You can pause the podcast if you need to. So, in the last episode, we only looked at the first sentence in the Bible. Yeah, and after, I mean, after we got done with that, I, you know, we're listening back through it, and I thought, okay, episode 1 equaled one verse. Yeah. We, if this is the pace we keep... I we'll we'll both be long dead before we That's finish true. the Bible. <laughs> no, we're going to pick up the pace a little bit. In fact, today we're going to look later in the ch- in chapter one. So, if you were to keep reading after that first sentence, that first verse, you would read verses two through, let's say, twenty five, and it's a really cool description about how God brings order and gives purpose to the world where there was this chaotic creation, and and the. The creation is described like the land and the water and the sun and the moon and plants and animals and how God brought all of those things together for the purposes of time and food. And it's really cool to read. It's also a little mysterious. But then we pick up and read verses 26 and 27. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our own likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Okay, I got it. Today's episode, hold on. People. It's about people. That's right. Okay. But people. but I, I, I got a question, though. So when we're talking about people, I don't want to be, you know, insensitive, but the Bible does say man instead of man and woman. And I feel like it's rude because my yeah. mom told me to be nice and the Bible might be being rude here. It didn't mention women. Right. Well, that's a great question. And you're not the only person to ask that question. And for the answer... You're going to have to put your thinking caps on because it's time for a segment we call Thinking Material. Think about this. The Bible was not written in English. It was written in a language called Hebrew. And Hebrew looks different when when you look at the way it's written on a page. In fact, when you read it, you read it backwards from right to left. And when you speak it, it sounds different. And when you translate that language into English... There are some words that don't don't have an exact matchup. And so sometimes they have a word in Hebrew that has different meanings. And the word for man that we just read in verse 26, say it with me. It's Adam. Adam. That's right. It's what? 
Adam. You're, I'm going to be, you guys can't see Lance's face, but when you say it like that, your face even looks weird. It looks different. <laughs> it looks very like, this is not a normal word. This, this is not is a normal word. This yeah. is different. Adam. And so here's the thing about that word in Hebrew, Adam, is it has different meanings when it's used in different sentences or in different ways. And so uh, sometimes it can mean humans. Other times it can mean man or males. And also it can be used as a person's name to describe a specific person. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what everybody thought initially. Yeah, right. Like, I got a cousin, uh, Adam. Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, you know, we have words like that in English where when you use it in different places, it can mean different things. One of those words is trunk. What do you think of when I say trunk? Oh, I think of that movie Dumbo. Dumbo. The elephant. Yeah, because elephants have trunks. But you know what else has trunks? Trees. Um, trees? Trees, yeah. Trees have trunks. Yeah. Uh, ca- oh, our car growing up had a trunk. Your you car, could, like, you'd lose, you left your stuff in the yeah, trunk. Yeah, you can leave your stuff in the trunk. Also, you remember back in the day when people traveled on a locomotive, their luggage might be called a trunk. Yeah, like back in like the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. Long time and ago. also, there's a way to have too much junk in the trunk. Mm. And that's it's a joke almost, for mom and yeah, dad. You, yeah, got to watch out for holiday season. Okay, now back to the Bible. The word Adam here can have different meanings. And and what we read in verse 26, when God says, let us make man in our image, we could, we could put, instead of man there, we could say humans. So God says, let us make humans in our image. And that's important because he's talking about both male and female, boys and girls, men and women. God made them all. Well, I feel like now we've covered that question. We have. And that was thinking material. Well, okay. I think I'm. I think I'm kind of starting to wrap my my brain around this. Like humans are important, but I I still don't know why we're more extraordinary yeah. than any of that, uh, the other stuff we were talking about earlier. Well, let's go back and read verse 27. It says, "God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. So people are extraordinary." Because we're created in the image of God. Oh. oh that, okay, well, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So, like, if God came over to my house, uh-huh. like, he's going to kind of, like, you know, how, like, my kids, they unfortunately got my nose, a couple of okay, them. Okay, yeah. But most of them got their mom's hair. Very good, since uh-huh. I'm bald, and they got right. nice, thick, beautiful hair. But, so, God so, shows up. He's going to probably have all the best stuff, like, all my wife's features. Right. She's, cause, so we're kind of in his image, so, so we, we kind of look alike, right? All right, you might think so. You might think that's what the Bible is saying here, but that's not really what this is about. Let me explain. The Bible is trying to explain to us that we are more like God than anything else in creation is like him. So think of it this way. Many of you at home have pets that live at your house with your family, right? Yeah, shout out Rosie, my dog. Yeah, so you might have a dog or a cat or fish or like some weird pet, I don't know. But my question for you is, even if you don't have a pet, think of having a dog at your house. Are you more like your pet or more like your parents? Wow. I'm, I'm going to say more like, they're probably more like their parents. More, that's right. So even if you don't look like your parents, you are more like them than you are like a dog. You can't do everything that your parents can do, but you can do so many things that a dog can't do. Like, you can help out with chores around the house. 
that would be a good idea. You should definitely be I'm, helping I'm, out with I'm imagining right some of y'all been asked to do these things yes. and you're capable of them. You're more capable than your dog. That's right. You can do things like your parents can do. And you can even take care of younger kids. Like if you have a younger brother or sister or cousin or friend, you can even teach younger kids things, right? Yeah. You can also build and bake and create things. Like you can build Lego towers and blanket forts and bake brownies and cakes. You can make things like your parents can. Yeah. You can fix things when they're broken. You can share with other kids and be kind. You can teach people. You can even love like your parents can love. Yeah, because at some point, your dog is just, it's just a dog. That's right. But it's, it's only going to get so smart. So you are more like your parents than you are a pet. That's what it means to be made in the image of God. We are more like God than anything else in creation can be like him. And now it's time for the question of the day. My name's Eliza and I am second grade. If we are like God, does that mean uh, we can do all the things he can do? Good question. You see, even though we're made in God's image and we are extraordinary, there are a lot of different things between us and God. There are a lot of things that God can do that we can't. For starters, God is perfect in every way. But we could never be perfect in every way. Yeah, that's true. And and God is everywhere. He yeah. can be everywhere. And we we can't. Like, I know you, a lot of you kids, y'all would love for your parents to just be everywhere all the time with you. And sometimes knowing you guys, we feel like we should be everywhere y'all yeah, That's are, true. But we just can't do it. That's right. We can only be in one place at one time. Now, we can learn a lot of things and we can get really smart, but we could never know everything like God knows everything. Yeah, I mean, think about the smartest person you know. Maybe it's your teacher at school and you feel like you could never stump them on any question. Yeah. Or maybe somebody you watch on YouTube and they just seem to have like all the answers to everything you can ever think of. Well, guess what? They are like a drop of water in, in the ocean compared to all that God knows. That's right. So there are a lot of things about God that that we resemble. We're kind of like him. We're made in his image. But there are also a lot of things we could never do. We could never be fully like God. So yes, being in his image makes us extraordinary, but it doesn't make us completely like God. So God made people to be like him in some of the things we can do, but we can't be exactly like God in everything. So it's good to know that, but, but why does that matter? That matters because we all need to remember that we are special. So if you're listening to this, there are probably days where you mess things up or you don't follow all the rules or you get in trouble and you don't feel like you're very special or you're very good. But God says, because we have his image in us, that we are all special. We're different than everything else in creation. And that should change the way we think about ourselves. But there's a, there's a verse in Psalm 100. It's verse three. I want to read it. It says this, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And the reason this matters is because God has made us to be part of his family, to have a relationship with him, to be his sons and daughters. And it's true. We're not exactly like God. In fact, we're not perfect. And that means there's a a separation between us and God. But as we talked about last week, God so loved us. He loved the world that he gave his son Jesus so that we could be his sons and daughters. So God has made us to be in a relationship with him. And that's why this matters. 
So if you guys remember back in episode one, we talked about who's in the Bible. God is in the Bible and he's big and he loves us completely and totally. And in this episode, we talked about how who's in the Bible. People. People are in the Bible. People are in the Bible. Yeah. So that means you're in the Bible. I'm in the Bible. People. People are in the Bible. And that we are extraordinary. And since we are this extraordinary, most extraordinary part of creation, that we are special. And we're made to have this relationship with God. So, hey, we want you guys to stay on this ride with us. So as we keep going in these episodes, we need you to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe so that you can catch future episodes of Who's in the Bible and you can hear who comes next. Well, because, I mean, yeah, we've, we've literally, we've barely just scratched the surface here. We're we got 27 a, verses in. we got a lot more Bible to go. Yeah. Okay, well, stick with us. You've been listening to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids brought to you by Clear Creek Community Church. Continue the conversation with our free parents guide available at clearcreekresources.org.